At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome in. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Kenny White on the program coming up in five minutes. He's going to join us every single Monday. Throughout the entire football season, uh, I want to I want to ask him as a guy who's been doing you know power ratings, making his, uh, for many 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 years now, decades in fact. Like, how is he adjusting some of the bad teams that we saw in college football this weekend? Again, we already there's some of the bottom feeders, and they were really really bad. Like, what do you do with New Mexico State? Can they get any yeah. worse? No. Yeah. Can you possibly drop their no. power rating anymore? Well, how about UConn? I mean, not what Holy Cross coming up? I mean that you 107 yards. That's that always sticks out to me in some of these games when you get you're getting blown out and you can't move the ball in garbage time. Yeah. Or do anything. Where you just think at some point the other team would relax and you still can't put together a nice drive. Remember your game. This is gonna be fun to watch. Stanford Steve came on like the and he did this on his podcast as yes. well. Yes. UConn over two and a half. It makes sense because of who they have on their schedule. Right. But remember, they're not they have no chance in the final three games of the year. So what do they have? They're they're gonna have to win three of their next what, eight games? They have to go three and five here in an eight-game stretch to go over their win total? They had 107 yards against Fresno State? Yeah. It's just the, the bottom the bottom five, six, seven teams are just atrocious. And that's the one here. I, I was surprised this opened so low. Tennessee plays Thursday. Tennessee opened 27 against Bowling Green. They're up to 34. I think Kenny's got Bowling Green the wor- second worst. Or the, yeah, right there. I mean, the that's mix. just, you, you think Tennessee could tell them what they're running? And just line up and, and run the ball on them, and nothing right. Bowling Green can do right. about it. And well, all the guys, all, no matter who's left the program. Can you recall a year when we have this many teams with a win total of one and a half or two? In fact, I think some books have Kansas won. <laughs> See the guy who made the future on Kansas? Yeah. Guy bet him to win the title. Uh, it's like It's like seven or eight teams that are that bad this year. I can't recall a year where we've ever had that many with that regular season win total. That's telling you something right there, how bad it is. Um, but it was a very good day for sports bettors. It was a bad day on Saturday oh. for sports books. Because, again, like you said earlier, the one dog that everybody liked was the first game on the schedule, and that got there, and somehow it stayed under. Nebraska missed two extra points. So the landing spot was 52. Uh, came all the way down to 52 and a half. But Illinois with the points, Illinois on the money line, and after that it was every every favorite that covered. Same old Nebraska. I was very disappointed. 
like Frost said, same movie. And just a couple good articles out there about, you know, where do you go from here? What do you do with Martinez? I mean, if you can't, yeah, well, then if, you, I mean, if Frost can't turn it around, who's going to turn it around? Paulini, Riley, Callahan. I mean, the guy, what is he now? 10, 12 and 21 is his record. And now you look at the schedule after that performance, it's like, how are they going to win five games? Just yeah. the, the silly mistakes, the special teams errors, the penalties. My God. It was also a tough day for fans. Connecticut, you know, Fresno State hung around. Connecticut hung around for a quarter, and that was it. Hawaii never showed up. That game was over in the first quarter. So it was a UTEP game. Not that we thought Southern Utah would do anything, but that was over in the first. We, yep. we couldn't get a competitive game, rather, because still it was misleading. Nebraska, you know, the touchdown in garbage time, that was. Sure. But they were down big. Kenny White's going to join the program coming up next. Again, some of these bottom feeders that played this weekend in college football. How is he adjusting? How should you adjust your power ratings? We'll ask him about that coming up next. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Live today from the OddTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. Go to OddTrader.com, download the free OddTrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info that you need. Get in-time uh, in-game tracking tools, compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses at OddTrader.com. Kenny White joins the program now. He's been uh, he's done everything in this racket. Uh, been making his own power ratings as well for decades plus, and he's going to join the program every single Monday at this time to recap the weekend. Kenny, it's good to see you again. How are you today? Hey, Mitch and Paul, I'm doing great. Uh, excited now. We got a little taste this weekend, and now excited we have a full schedule of college football. And you're right, I've done everything in this industry, I think. Uh, started as a ticket writer, worked my way up to answering the phones, and uh, parlay ticket writer, and uh, up to uh, running a book at 24 years old. At 26, I found out there wasn't enough money in the in uh, industry at that point and decided to start my own odds making company and did that for about 25 years yeah very cool very cool where'd you start as a ticket writer uh santa anita race and sports book um i was 20 years old they asked me if i wanted a job in uh june and i said well my birthday's not till august i turned 21 then they said don't worry about it come on down start when you turn 21 we'll send you down to get your uh sheriff's card so mm-hmm. work the first two or three months of the industry at uh underage of course, sure. Why not? Um, so you had Fre- you like Fresno in the first half. That got there against UConn. Uh, how, overall, how was the betting weekend for you, Kenny? I couldn't have been any better. It's like driving down the street in uh, Vegas with traffic and not, uh, you know, get, catching all green lights. It was a, a great weekend. I had UCLA. I had uh, the Illini. Um, UCLA in the first half. Fresno first half, second half. Uh, a couple of halftime bets I made, you know, came through well. So it was a yeah, very, very good weekend, and I don't want to jinx myself. Let's uh, hopefully this uh, moves on to the uh, next weekend. No question. Okay, so I want to start here with you. We had a chance to watch. You know, we already knew going in that some of these teams in action were some of the truly, like, worst teams in college football. You know, Southern Utah got blown out against San Jose State. New Mexico State, oh, good God. Uh, UConn, do you do anything to adjust their power ratings, or were they already about as low as they could possibly get per your numbers? <laughs> I don't think it could ever be as low, Mitch, but I was kind of excited that I've been talking about 2021 going to be one of the greatest college football seasons ever, that there are going to be upsets everywhere. Um, and on the first weekend, I'm on, I'm on all these favorites, except for the Illini was the only dog I was on. But these were such mismatches this first weekend. I did adjust a couple teams. Obviously, I go through every game. Uh, New Mexico State is the worst team in college football, mm. and I've already adjusted them two and a half points further down the totem pole. Uh, their quarterback was was horrendous. Their defense was was very poor. Because uh, UTEP's a bad team, and UTEP basically had their way with them. Yeah. Um, I, I dropped Hawaii a point. Their quarterback looked bad. UCLA actually uh, raised them a point and a half, and their quarterback did not look good. Dorian Thompson-Robinson had a bad game. Yeah. And UCLA was still dominating, so I, I didn't touch Thompson Robinson's rating. Figures just, you know, it's it's just an aberration. He had a bad game. He'll, he'll bounce back. But I raised up their defense. Their defense looked very, very good. Uh, they really shut down Hawaii on third and fourth down. I think Hawaii was two for seventeen or something like that on third and fourth down. So those were the big movers of the uh, FBS teams. Obviously, I'm I'm rating these FCS teams too. And North Carolina Central was very impressive to me. Um, and their power rating went up two points this weekend. What'd you make of UConn? I mean, look at the yards in that game. 
We were talking about it before you came on. They couldn't move the ball in a blowout. Well, again, 20 months off, Polly, and uh, yeah, that long travel gets to you. But I was yeah. kind of impressed with Connecticut. I was impressed with them early on. Yes, yeah. The, the, the announcers were talking about how they took that time off to get bigger and stronger in the weight room, and it, it did look like they were improved. Randy, Randy Etzel's a good coach, and uh, if it wasn't for the strip sack uh, touchdown, I don't know if, if Fresno covers the first half because their offense looked mm-hmm. uh, uh, rather stinky early on. But you know what? They played extremely fast to give you some fast teams. Nebraska played the fastest of anybody, about 21 seconds in between snaps. And and that's because they were behind the entire second half. Fresno was the second fastest team, and they took their time the second half. So this is going to be a very up-tempo football team. I think they're going to want to play very fast. Uh, they could score a lot of points this year. They may be a good over team. New Mexico State also played fast, but again, they were behind the entire game, so yeah. uh, you really can't use that that strongly. Okay, something we kicked around again, and you touched on it, but was it great UCLA or bad Hawaii, or a little bit of both? And now what does that mean with UCLA catching some, uh, some points at home against LSU, and you have to worry about the situation and travel with LSU? Yeah, the, the travel, the disruption of practice, moving everything to Houston, that really hurts LSU, but... More than anything, you've got to check uh, fans in the stands. I was very surprised. I shouldn't be. It's California, and we know that they're in such a lockdown still. There was nobody in, at uh, the Rose Bowl. It, 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 the, the crowd was so sparse, I thought, oh, boy, this is not going to be good because I gave five points home field for this game, and it was not worth that. It was maybe worth a point. I don't think you could hear the crowd. Uh, it looked like about 20% to me. Uh, occupancy. So that's going to be something we got to look for this weekend. I think it's going to be the same, about 20% in the Rose Bowl for this LSU-UCLA game. And again, I raised mm-hmm. UCLA up. You, uh, LSU have raised, you know, dropped a little bit because Miles Brennan is out. Max Johnson, the starting quarterback, who did have a lot of time last year. But I, I still think Brennan is the better quarterback by two and a half points. So I had to drop that off. LSU's strength is their offensive line. Uh, second best in the country. Four seniors that averaged 330 pounds across that front. So should be very interesting. UCLA didn't disappoint. Chip Kelly ran the ball 67% of the time last year, and he ran it 68% of the time this weekend against Hawaii. So he looks like he's starting to run the ball more, and I think that's you know that gets more where he wants to be. He wants to run the ball 67% of the time, and if he can, he's more comfortable. And that Zach Charbonneau from Michigan looked awfully good. So did you bet that game earlier this summer? Um, and if not, are you are you going to touch it right now where it's at three and a half or four LSU favored? I did not touch that one. Uh, I was waiting for that game because uh, big name schools like LSU, I thought maybe that could go up. And, and I was still leery about UCLA and how they would look the first game. And, and then the game goes on and they're dominating. I'm thinking, well, this number is just going to drop uh, like a rock, but it never did. So there's still fours out there with uh, with LSU. Not one of my biggest plays this weekend, but uh, it is a solid play, I think, on UCLA plus the four. How about the game Friday? North Carolina's getting a lot of hype and Howell for a Heisman consideration. They're less than a touchdown against Vaught Tech, and Fuente is 19-18 and 18 the last three seasons with losses to East Carolina, ODU, and Liberty. That's not good, right? Is that, Polly, is that bad? 19 and 18, unacceptable. So they lose this game. They could be, you know. I actually, I thought the game against Liberty, Liberty was well, good Liberty last was year. Well, Liberty was good. That's true. That was an unbelievable on, yeah. game last year. Right. Yeah. But in terms of the fan no, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Sure, I understand. So th- this one, again, we have to check what's going on in these stadiums. Virginia Tech's going to be wide open. I know they are looking for people to help out to work. So if you want to see the game for free, you can sign up there at Virginia Tech and get a job and work, work the stadium that day. But it's going to be an orange out. So, the crowd's going to be ridiculous. It will be a packed house. That's that's big. That's a six-point stadium. And I've been extremely high on North Carolina. I've been pumping them up. Yep. They're one of my you know, long shots to win the uh, national championship. Uh, I'm banking on Sam Howell. When I continue to look at North Carolina's pages and I look at Sam Howell, and I rated him 13 points above the average college quarterback, I'm thinking there's not a lot of wiggle room for him, he, this guy's got to play amazing to really live up to the rating I gave him. He did pretty much play up to that type of rating last year. So I, I'm looking for the same thing out of him. He's got two monster offensive linemen. Their their defense is solid. I rank their linebackers 15th in the country. Their D-backs ninth in the country. So that that's very good. The other side, you know, Paul, uh, Virginia Tech lost our favorite quarterback. 
uh, Hendon Hooker decided to leave and he went to Tennessee. So that, that's a drop off there. Braxton Bergmeister, uh, the original from Oregon, he played a little bit last year. He's their starter, but that's they're dropping off a little bit with him. And again, you guys talked about uh, Fuente's record. Um, ATS at home since Fuente's been there. Just 16 and 15, so he has not dominated his home games. Mm. Well, it's a misnomer. I'm surprised you still have him rated that high. With the, they, they are not, they're getting blown out in these big games at home. So once Enter Sandman stops, they're getting their butts kicked. Uh, it's, it's, you go back and look. They can't compete in these big games at home. Mm-hmm. Remember, Notre Dame poked fun at them after they ran them out with the Enter Sandman. How about Clemson and Georgia? Clemson three. Yeah, great game. Obviously, this is the game of the weekend. Uh, neutral site playing in Charlotte. Uh, looking at Clemson, I just, you know, love this football team. And this is, you know, having clients and people paying for my information and paying for my picks. So sometimes they'll always say, hey, if you're going to give them away for free all the time on the radio, what am I paying for? I said, well, I talk about the big games a lot. And the games that you get are, you know, off the radar games that people really don't want to talk about. So this is one game that my clients do get this weekend. Clemson minus three is one of those plays that's one of my biggest plays of the weekend. Um, the, the Tigers' defense is ridiculous. Uh, Second-best defensive line. Number one linebacking core by far, and the second-best secondary. Th- this defense is incredible. Um, both these coaches, you know, you got to make notes on guys. Both these coaches, Dabo Sweeney and Kirby Smart, do not run scores up. They're incredible against non-conference opponents, win-loss. But their ATS record is 500. So they're not looking to run scores up, man. George has five guys, five players in their two deep out, three starters. George Pickens, who may be one of the best wide receivers um, in the SEC's out. Darnell Washington, Dominic Blaylock, another wide receiver. Oh, that Darnell Washington was a is a uh, kid from Vegas, played at Desert Desert Pines. Uh, Warren Erickson on the offensive lines out, and then their corner Tyreek Smith, who transferred in from West Virginia. This kid's a stud. Um, he's out, so it's about 2.3 points drop-off for Georgia in this game for players. Um, and they also, their offensive line is where I question the Georgia Bulldogs. They'll start two redshirt freshmen, and they have five redshirt freshmen in the two deep on that offensive line. So the, the O-line a little inexperienced for the Bulldogs. So you laid Clemson minus three. Okay, do you think Miami can keep it close against Alabama? Yeah, I think they can. Um, I love Derek King and glad he's healthy. This is going to be fun to watch. Uh, heck of a quarterback. And, you know, one of the hardest players I had to rate this year is uh, Bryce Young. And I still have Alabama rated the second-best team in college football. Um, and I only rated Bryce Young six points above average. And I've heard it from a lot of Alabama fans. He's way better than that. Well, we'll see. Um, it's a good Miami team. They haven't really done a lot yet under Manny Diaz. 14-10, and 12-12 and 12 ATS. Uh, but they, they do stack up pretty good. I, their offensive line is 20th best in the country. Their tight end, Will Mallory, is going to be a stud in the NFL. Um, the, the defense, linebacker core is a little weak. Um, on the other side, Alabama's defense just reloads. Again, I, I ranked it, you know, Clemson told you their rankings. Alabama, I've got the third best D-line, second best linebackers, and the best defensive backs. Their, their linebacking crew is so deep. Uh, Henry Tutu transferred in from Tennessee. Um, he's not going to see full-time action because they're so deep. This guy's an All-American football player, so be very interesting. Um, and we'll see Nick Saban try to really run the football in this game, maybe shorten it a little bit. He's going to play methodical. His his plays last year were up. I think it was because Mac Jones and he had that confidence. I think you're going to see Alabama's plays per game go down this year. One uh, more from Atlanta. Yep. So it's Labor Day. Uh, old Miss more than a touchdown against Louisville, and look at that, 76 and a half the total. Yeah, started at 80, um, and, and this will be a game of two different philosophies. Um, Scott Satterfield came in from uh, App State. He loves the power running game. He plays very methodical. Last year, just 129 plays a game. To refresh you guys, 140 is the uh, average for college football plays in a game, 140. So Louisville, 129. Uh, he was that way at App State, mm-hmm. 60% run game. He's got a really good quarterback, Cunningham, who threw 64% completions. But he did lose his top two wide receivers to the NFL. Two wide, you lose two guys NFL, to the NFL, that's tough. He did throw 12 picks last year, so he's got to take control of that a little bit this year. Mississippi, on the other side, Lane Kiffin, he wants to go fast. He played a, 155 plays a game last year. 
Uh, they were around 20 seconds per snap in between plays, one of the fastest teams in the country. But he also ran it about 60% of the time. So that's going to be interesting. One team trying to play slow and the other team trying to play fast. We'll get a good chance to look at uh, Matt Corral for uh, Mississippi. I've been bragging about him the entire offseason. 71% completions against the SEC. 10.2 yards a pass, which is even more impressive. 29 touchdowns and 506 rushing yards. So he is a dual-threat guy and an up-tempo offense. They'll be fun. Um, this one, uh, I think, is you know priced right about to where it should be, but it's going to be a great game to watch. Okay, very good. Excellent analysis as always. Kenny, we love talking to you. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Great. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Looking forward to it. Yep, you too. There you go, Kenny White. And uh, very good. Again, been doing this for a long, long time, making his own power ratings, uh, old you know odds maker service for many, many years, years ago. Follows all these teams very closely. It's an intriguing card. There's a lot of games like Texas Tech, Houston. That's moved uh, seven points, but that's that's an intriguing game. Nevada and Cal at night. Wilcox, all that time to prepare. You like Cal? Said, yeah, might because I really like Wilcox. I love Nevada. He's a very good coach. Nevada has a ton of weapons and so a good quarterback and strong. Well, you were on that but, receiver last year early. Uh, Dobbs, Dobbs, whatever. Uh, uh-huh. That was great. Deep threat. BYU and Arizona out here at night. Notre Dame and Florida State Sunday. Milton back in college football. Back for Florida State. I just thought, I mean, hopefully Miami can keep it close, but I doubt it. Fingers crossed there. Oregon State, Purdue. San Jose State, USC. We hit on Louisiana and Texas. Yeah. Penn State, Wisconsin to start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even even you got a body clock game off the bat. Stanford, Kansas State from Texas. 9 a.m. Shaw, uh, Shaw not happy. You would think that that game has like 20 to 13 written all over it. Yes. Yeah. Well, good point. The total is 53. That seems high. Yeah. Um, by the way, our college guide is awesome. Our NFL guide, spectacular. So it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIN Pro Football, uh, Football Betting Guide. It's only 19.99. It is available right now. Here's what you're going to get. Um, profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for the VSIN All Access and everything that we offer for the entire football season at vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign-up and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you're also going to find a new feature, daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Red Sihan. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is Vegas1000. Uh, by the way, don't sleep on baseball. We've got a good month to go in the regular season yet. And we have some pretty important matchups today, and some good starters take them out. So you're going to find some some potential opportunities, I think. I'm not betting favorites today, and I haven't been. I mean, I've been doing some parlays, but generally throughout the entire year, I've been betting dogs straight in these games. You, I think you can find some decent opportunities today. What do you think of this? Kluber's back today for Kluber's the Yankees. Kluber's back. That's right. I do see a number on him right now. He is $1.45. That's it? Is it undecided it, for the Angels? I thought it was Quintana. Oh, I, th- I thought they were looking at Quintana. Oh, mama. Oh, boy. If it's Quintana. Well, then I might have changed my I mind. Mean, yeah. And I know it's been a house of horrors for the Yankees, and they, they dropped a couple against the A's, but uh, great job by the A's to get off the deck and some good pitching performances there. That kind of surprised me after because the Yankees have been so hot, but they've always had, at least recently, have had problems in that ballpark. But uh, there are other big – how about the Rockies' favorite on the road? And how about taking two out of three at Dodger Stadium? Well, I mean, how about that? Lunacy, that is right? Sick. It's baseball. That's baseball. Because now I can kiss the Dodgers' win total goodbye. Yep, yep. Blue Jays up to three dollars, as you mentioned. At Bet Rivers, Ray now six to one to win the Cy Young. Cole's the favorite, minus one fifty. Orioles, welcome back. Get swept by the Rays. Uh, the Rays have won seven of the last eight against Boston. 
and they're only a dollar twenty-five favorite. Horrible loss by the Red Sox yesterday. Yep. Uh, four nothing in the sixth, second and third, nobody out. They don't get the guy, and then all hell breaks loose. I gotta, I gotta take the Astros. I gotta go chalky, even though Flexen's top even five though it's in Flexen. our line. I know, but this Ooh. the Astros just, just took them out, no problem. Didn't they blow that one game, or they would have swept them? I mean, the Astros have been at their best when they play the good teams, and I think they'll get the job done on the road. The other one I like, the Brewers, Burns. They're telling you something, number one, with that price. So the Giants, and they're at home, and this guy's a $1.40 favorite, although Milwaukee's great on the road. Didn't work out in Minnesota. It's come down a little bit now. But also it's a Malinsky special. The Giants just wrapped up a nine-game road trip. And now they return home tonight. Paddock, $1.70 against Gilbert. Good luck. No, thank you. Right? Uh, Wheeler, $1.90. No, thank against you. Against Gray, Philly's very easy schedule the rest of the way. Were they four and a half back of the wild card? Is that what it is? Four, four and a half back of Atlanta? Or four back of the wild card? Yeah, yep. And the Reds are $1.80 Castillo against Lester. So the Reds... Right, so lo- that, yep. that Wheeler number has crashed, by the way, and rightfully so. He doesn't. He shouldn't be $1.90 basically against anybody right now on the road. He's $1.55 right now at Circa. Mm. That's a $0.35 cent move. Mm, wow. Or thereabouts, anyway. Yep. Opportunity here for the Reds, and you're going against Leicester, and certainly uh, the Cardinals aren't a walkover. But after this series, and again, it's a game and a half lead over the Padres. And the Padres' schedule after this Arizona series, and here's here's Cincinnati's schedule. Detroit, the Cubs, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, Dodgers, Pittsburgh, Washington, Cubs, Pittsburgh. They got nine left against the Pirates still. Well, I give them credit. They're fighting. And they showed some guts against they're, they're, St. Louis. Hey, I know. Still, there's still, a reason got, why the, the, the Padres are playing the Dodgers and the Giants, and they got what? They got ten left still against the Giants. The Padres. Huh? They have nine left. Cincinnati does against Pittsburgh. It's game and a half lead. Yeah. I mean, and the Phillies schedule also very weak. I mean, there's a reason why the, the Phillies right now they're still like that number is like only six it. to one to win the division. Yeah, Atlanta was one to twelve at one book over the weekend. Washington, Miami, Milwaukee. Colorado, Chicago, the Mets, the Orioles, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Miami. That's what's left for the Phillies. Yeah. Oh, by the by the way, you might, doable. you might want to continue to wait on the Brewers if you haven't bet them yet. What did you, you say it opened up at? Here, here Dollar, it was uh, 142. Yeah, it's down, you can find $1.25 right now. Yeah. So it continues to go down. Gi- yeah. People are going to be on the this, Giants. This freight train at, uh, right, at right. home with that place. And I got to tell you, I mean, Chris Paddock, and yeah. right now he's a, the highest I see... Anywhere on Paddock is a dollar ninety six. That's that's Looney Tunes to me. They've lost four of their last five series. Yep, they're nine and seven against their bingo. That's why you're going to make the playoffs. Miss the playoffs. You're nine and seven against Arizona. Uh-huh. Unacceptable. Seattle's lost four out of five at home. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, I don't know. Royals are playing well though too. Showing. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow about this, but uh, I think it's a decent day to play some of these dogs. And by the yep. way, that okay. Robbie Ray is now up to three fifty at some spots. What? 350. Oh, man. And the, the play to me might be the under because the Blue Jays can't hit. No, Again, they can't. going back, the, like every game's 3 1, going back the last like 10, 12 games. There's one game that was 10 7, and that was it. Every other thing else is extremely low scoring. Atlanta 12 1, last 13 on the road against the lefty. They, by the That's way, played like Smiley hasn't lost since late May. They just won 13 straight in, the ro- uh, uh, uh-huh. in a row on the road. I don't hate them tonight. Follow the money here on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. In fact, we'll go over. A recap of our in-pocket plays from Friday. Tell you what we're betting today. Coming up next. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3-1 to one odds. Nope. 5-1. to one. Nope. 10-1. to one. You're right. Here we go. Time for our in-pocket plays. Uh, recapping Friday's action. Yankees minus 1-37 against the A's. Bet them on the overnight that night. And I did move a little bit, but that was too easy with Garrett Cole on the mound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yan- Yankees took the first two of that series, dropped the next two, but... Uh, that was a nice, easy winner in Major League Baseball. Doesn't happen very often in that sport. Uh, did have the Colts' first half against the Lions on Friday night. That was no good. They won the game. Doesn't matter. First half was a losing ticket. And uh, took a long shot. I would say pay attention today. If uh, your book might be, you know, sleeping this morning, 
Um, J.K. Dobbins out for the year. It's a misnomer that Lamar Jackson will take a lot of carries away from yep. running backs inside the five-yard line. He did it three times last year. That was it. Lamar Jackson ran the ball inside the five only three times. The other running backs combined to run 23 times overall. So Gus Edwards is by far and away right now the number one guy in this spot. 125. It's a long shot for a reason. 125 one 125 to one, I should say, to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. See if that number or somewhere in that neighborhood is available today. 31 points per game the last two years. And they play oh, yeah. nine defenses that allowed at least 26 points per game last year. There'll be plenty of opportunities. There I you go, so. CFL. Apparently, the unders and dogs are barking in the CFL. Love the intro. Uh, although it didn't happen with our win with the BC Lions laying four and a half against Ottawa. Ottawa can't score. Bad offense. Scored 12 points. BC Lions with the cover. Yeah. Uh, Reds, the win. That was a weird price. That was Miley. That was, I think it was 6 nothing. they won. No problem. How about what happened four. to the Reds the next day? Yeah, I know. That was, well, that was telling you something. They were dogs. No, I think it was the day with, with Mally on the mound. That was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Saturday okay, was yeah. telling yep. you something. Okay. It reminds me of this Brewer game a little bit. Sometime the line a little funky. Why were the Reds underdogs Saturday? They lost, right? Marlins yeah, have been yeah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, they had that, what? They lost 9-10 in a row. Then they beat Washington a couple games. Yep. Big deal. Jets-Panthers, week one under 43. I'll take Iowa lane three at home against Indiana. Good game this weekend. And I'll go with the Brewers tonight. Brewers tonight. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Always a good mix, big menu with their daily specials, BetRivers.com. I really enjoyed the schedule with the preseason, how it was set up. It's uh, sad to see it go now that it's over. But Friday, all, all the games went over Friday. Uh, Chiefs first half easy. Carolina first half and game easy. Eight-point move in that game. Carolina, well, not no the problem. game, the first half. Carolina ran them out. No, no, Chiefs. You said Chiefs first oh, half no, and game. Oh, sorry, I meant yeah. Carolina. My fault. Yeah. Absolutely. Vicious beat with the Chiefs for the game, which we'll get to coming up. Uh, Colts won, as you mentioned, and then the Jets Eagles debacle. Oh my God! You're telling me you had a you had a ticket. With... I, how about this? <laughs> I had a parlay you can't on, on Friday night that uh, included Jets money line on it. Think about that for a second. What had to happen there? They had to basically what score on a hail mary. Down 31-23. Last play of the game. Yeah. And then score, convert the two-point conversion. To get the tie. For that to actually be a push, and it knocked it down from whatever it was, four teams to three teams, and it was a winner. More importantly, they never should have been in that situation. According to Sirianni and the coaching staff, they told the guy, if there's a turnover or whatever, fall down. Scoop and yeah. score. The guy yeah. housed it to put him up eight. Yeah, that's one of the luckiest tickets. He falls tickets. down, the game's over. That's one of the luckiest tickets I'm ever going to cash. Yeah. I needed that to happen to reduce it down from like a four-teamer to a three-teamer, and then the rest of it was good yeah. for the preseason. Like I said, preseason football action, my God, it was really good again this year. I hope that we're not going to go to two preseason team or games anytime soon, but I think we will because when you get an injury like a J.K. Dobbins, that's going to just pick up steam on that side to say, yeah, we've got to eliminate these games. The early game, you were impressed with Allen. They're throwing every down. Well, how could you not be? Bills, no problem against the Packers. That's eight in a row in the preseason for the Bills, and I think that's an eight and one or a nine, a eight and one ATS run too. He, he could Buffalo. be a mini Harbaugh, by the way, right. in the making right now. Apparently cares. Ravens, that's the record. They wanted the record. They talked about it all week. Thirty-seven to three took out Washington in a body bag. Twenty in a row straight up. Eighteen one and one ATS. Tommy looked good. Bucks won the Bears game. Broncos won, didn't cover. McVeigh goes zero and three again. Though they got the money in the last two games. Perkins is feisty. Yeah. He was. Preseason feistiness right. exists in a guy like that. Then there was a stretch there where Locke and the Broncos couldn't do anything on offense. Uh, McVeigh, disciple, Staley comes in. Well, the Chargers got to win because they played the Rams. But the Chargers didn't care in the last two games, and they went 1-2 and two and run out by Seattle 27 red. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, I don't want to get too nuts with the preseason stuff, but the pass by Danny Dimes yesterday at the goal line. Oh. Again. Silly. I mean, that's just if that. Silly. By the way, if that's Jameis Winston making that pass, that's fair. People are mocking him for a full week. That's fair. Okay, that's how bad it was. He thinks he's Mahomes, where he does like a no look pass into like some, you know, traffic there at the goal line and in the end zone. What are you doing making that thing, man? You're not. You're not Patrick Mahomes. Stop it. Two good size moves Sunday that had easy, no problem. Jacksonville opened a one and a half point dog, went off a four point favorite, took out the Cowboys, no problem. Lawrence looked good. He did. 49ers from one and a half up to five and a half, 34 to 10 over the Raiders. 
He's first couple drives very easy for San Francisco. The Dolphins beat, but the Bengals will get to the Patriots beat, and then uh, nineteen ten Browns, and that's uh, that's one and fifteen straight up last sixteen preseason for Atlanta. Nineteen ten Browns. It's great information to have. Keep on hand. Uh, do you agree with Michael Lombardi, oh. who told us an hour and thirty minutes ago that Matt Jones has been the best looking uh, rookie? Of course. Quarterback? Oh, absolutely. But why? Zach Wilson had his moments. Yeah. Lawrence could look good yesterday, but I think it's been... Well, remember how many touchdown passes the guys have dropped, too, in games. Yeah, that's right. I mean, when he's... It's one thing how you evaluate these guys. Like, are they going against third string? What, right. But when he's doing what he did earlier in the week against the Giants, when Cam was out, going 21-23 to 23 in practice and lighting them up. Yeah, and but, by the know, way... Tom Kerr and all these guys who cover the team and, and Mike Reese, whatever, just saying... He's been doing this every practice. Giants have a good defense, too, by the way. It is the strength of the team overall. What would you do? If I'm uh, Belichick? Yeah. I, well, okay, so I know what I – I mean, to me, there's – you can do so much more in that offense with Mac Jones than you can Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different ballgame that we're talking about here. Newton's going to be – he's still going to run the football, obviously, and when you get into goal line situations, he's going to take a, you know, a lot of those carries down there as well. He'll score touchdowns that way. But from like the twenty to the twenty, to get in that range, I, I just I think it's a no brainer. I think Mac Jones is clearly a better quarterback at this point to run an offense like this and to completely expand it and open it up. Don't you? I'd go with Mac. He looks exactly like he looked at Alabama. Mm-hmm. They got weapons now too. Yes, they do. That rushing attack. That Stevenson did it again. Yeah, a good rushing. Boy, does attack. he look good. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Paulie will run down all the bad beats, all the line moves from the weekend in winsome, lose-some. That's on tap. Baby, win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Get a 20% profit boost on live bets every Monday in August. Learn more at betrivers.com. Here come the bad beats and the videos. Rough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? I, oh, I absolutely hate them. I absolutely hate them. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In win some, lose some. Let the education commence. As we mentioned, Eagles money line plus 180. Hail Mary by the Jets and the successful two-point try on the last play of the game. First tie in regulation in the NFL since 1973. Chiefs laying four and a half. 28 to 10 with eight minutes and the ball. Pick six. Vikings get the two, get a stop, get the ball back. Mon put him in the end zone. 28-25. Vicious. And the two yesterday. Oh, my God. Bengals lane one and a half. They're up 12 with five minutes. Miami scores. It's fourth and one from about the 35 Taylor punts. And then on fourth and 15, the Dolphins score on a 34-yard touchdown pass, which I don't know how the guy, how's he, how do he fit that in there? And the guy caught it on the side of the end zone, and they get the two to stick it in your eye. 29-26 Miami. I mean, how do the, the Bengals blow that? I have no idea. Patriots laying three. There's two minutes left. It's second and five at about the 34, 35 of the Giants who were out of timeouts. Belichick takes a knee on second and third down. They missed the 54-yard field goal. And then with eight seconds left in the double coverage, touchdown Giants. They go for two, don't get it. Patriots win only by two, don't cover. God. Nebraska, Illinois over 52 and a half. Not one, but two missed extra points. Diamondbacks, Phillies under eight and a half on Friday. 4-2 in the ninth. 7-6 final. Rangers plus $1.65 on Friday against the Astros. 4-0 in the seventh. They blew it. Cubs first five Friday against the White Sox. They scored six runs in the first. 
13-6 Chicago after five White Sox. Tigers, excuse me, Twins, first five against Milwaukee on Saturday. Four-nothing Twins, top of the fifth. You get a push. How does that taste? Reds-Marlins over seven and a half on Saturday. It was five to one in the third. Six-one final. Cardinals yesterday, $1.55. Three-one in the ninth, they blew it. One from soccer. Brentford, Aston Villa over two and a half. One-one, 14 minutes in. That's all she wrote. Sheffield United again. Didn't score. Yeah, saw that. Where they have two goals on the season. One goal on the season. And did you see Arsenal? Five oh, nil, I did. Five nil Man City. Shots 25 to one. To one. <laughs> they were a 220 favorite against Norwich. That can't be. Arsenal can't be 220. City was what? Like a mi- minus a quarter, minus two goals, I believe. Four four dollars on a money line. Four dollars on the money line. Again, that there was at, a red card, but still one, sh- one shot. I said this to somebody off the air uh, before that game started. I said, "Is that not? Oh no! Did I say this to you last week? Mayweather and McGregor. It was four bucks. Arsenal. What kind of a chance did they have? That for the books. Panthers plus four went off a four point favorite routed Pittsburgh. The Bills four, five and a half most books, eight eight and a half point favorite one nineteen ripping. Bears plus three went off a three point choice twenty seven twenty four. Ravens, standing ovation. Did it again. 20 in a row. Three and a half up to four and a half. 37 to three, Baltimore. Seattle from one up to six. Shut out the Chargers, 27 nothing. I mentioned Jacksonville and the 49ers. One and a half up to four. One and a half up to five. Plus one and a half up to four and minus one and a half up to five and a half. Two easy winners. UCLA from nine up to 17 and a half and the under 72 down to 67 and a half. 44-10. Illinois, 11 and a half down to six and a half. How about Moneyline? 56 and a half down to 52 and a half with the total. San Jose State 25 up to 28. Beat Southern Utah 45-14. Win some. UFC. Gerald Mershart to win plus 450. By submission plus 850. Round two. 22 to 1. All of a sudden out of nowhere with the choke. And gets the big favorite. Chikazi. Knockout. Or excuse me. To win in round three by knockout. 15 to 1. Sabatini in round one. 7 to 1. By submission 5 to 1. Al Hassan, round one, six to one. Petrosky, round three, ten to one. Battle by submission, five to one, round two, seven to one. NFL overs, four and zero on Friday. College football unders, five and zero on Saturday. Couple lose some. Broncos, six and a half up to nine and a half, one by five. UTEP, New Mexico State over, fifty-four and a half up to fifty-nine and a half, thirty to three. By the way, on the UFC, you know who had a uh, really nice night over the weekend? Sweet Lou. Oh yeah, Gam Sweet. Gam Lou. All he does, bet dogs, and they were coming in fast and furious. Always subscribe. Be a part of what we do. Join the team, vsin.com, and check out the videos. Can't trust these Huskies. I love them, but look at this. Oh! The owner's washing his rag in the water, and the Husky comes up and shoves him right in. Pushes him right in. Probably set up, but still funny. Very good. And there he is again, huh? Our guy's back. Let's go to the market again with the service animal. The dog who puts the basket in the mouth and goes and gets the groceries. Kind of like where Jerry had to step in for Kramer when he was banned from Joe's fruit stand. Uh, but look I, at the dog come in. I would say. Huh? Identical. Y- yeah. But look, at he comes in, he goes, wait a second, uh, you shorted me. And here the lady gives him the change, puts it in the bucket, and, now, and the dog is saying, well, look, look at him, he now, knows. Now look at her giving like instructions, like, right. okay, then that's it. He's like, no, you sure? No, no, no. I want one more here. He, he, he takes it. Whether it's an apple, uh, it looks like, I don't know what it is. But he grabs, okay, give me that. One more. And drops it in the bucket. Excellent. Great. And, and they, the best part is the end of the video where he walks up with his buddy. All right, that's it for us. Back home. <laughs> he turns around. <laughs> it's like he took a date. Excellent. And here it is, winsome. Randy McKay. Getting ready for the Paul Woodley fight yesterday, which was shown here at Circa. And he's at the bar playing, and he gets the Royale with cheese. $8,000. He holds two. It comes three. Randy McKay. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah, he likes to rub it in, too. I know oh, we he, do, that, he really does. We were in really. that contest for the car, the drawing one time. They drew his name, not mine. He gets entered for the car. Everyone's $500 cash and goes, golly, I mean, you must have had double the amount of tickets that I did. Thanks, Randy. By the good way, job. so you know that he's going to do the full, full boat here, I'm guessing. Six, six in Survivor, oh, he three gets in a Cabana million. If he does. Randy, I'll show up for that. Yeah, Love sure. you, Randy. Uh, he, gets the full, that, he gets the Cabana if he does the full house. That jackpot right there. Pays for him. Pretty much it takes care of eight of them. Of course. Yeah. yeah Why would it not work like that for him? Yeah, of course. That's me. Yeah, McKay. Everything works out for McKay. And one lose some. Volume all the way up. 
this guy's trying to make coffee, and he's got he, he's got a little uh, little friend. So, my kitchen is growling at me this morning. As you can see, I've got a beautiful male lion looking through my kitchen window, and I just need to get to that kettle to make some coffee. That's all. But the decision is. I don't know. I don't know where this is at, but what a scene. I mean, that, wow, scary. With the, now, South Africa? Okay. You're kidding. Okay. We also got a tweet. Oh, is he angry? He is. Apparently, the female is hanging out. You can't see her. Right there behind the wall. Okay. So between the wall and the line that you're seeing right now. Oh, guy's just trying to make coffee, and that's outside his door. Good luck. I mean, good, good luck. Might be time to move. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. 20% profit boost on live bets every Monday in August. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Fun weekend. Okay. Good tweet from Trip, who uh, asked us, what is Alabama going to be laying in November when they play New Mexico State? Oh, He no. said, is the number going to be 60? No. Oh, yeah. No, they When's get them. the game? They play them November 13th. Here's, in Tuscaloosa? Here's how they're scheduled. Well, where, where, what do you think they're going to do? Do you think they're going to travel? <laughs> game, they go right. play New Mexico State? Well, it's, it's the SEC, Atlanta or Dallas. They play, okay, so they go Tennessee October 23rd, yeah. by week into LSU, then New Mexico State, Arkansas, and then the game against Auburn. Um, I would say the number's probably going to be around, yeah, they'll, they'll make a game 60. Well, it might be a little bit lower. It might be 58, the first 59. Half. First the, half's 40. The first half will be more than 30. 40. Oh, my God. I'm looking at it right now because I bet this. I bet Alabama first half a couple of years ago when they played the Citadel, and I laid a humongous number. And the game was close to 60, if I recall. It was in the 50s somewhere, right? So I bet first half thinking it was going to be 49 nothing. They were tied at halftime. I pulled up the box score. Wow. So I watched the whole, I watched that entire yeah. first half. I'm like, it was laughable you, at one what you, point. What do you think the New Mexico State team total is? That was 10 10 at half. Yeah. Uh, wow. Three and a half? I can't imagine it would be much higher than that. My. Because they are so bad. But isn't that a nice schedule spot? They play New Mexico State. I've never understood that about the uh, SEC. They get away with it. So, and so I've said this for the, years. The, the biggest games of the season are going on that time. Right, right. And they take the week off. But here, but here, here's the thing: they have gotten it right. And I've said this for I've screamed it, yeah. that every other conference in the country should be doing the same thing. Don't play if you're Ohio State, Michigan, whatever. Play that as the final game. That's fine. But don't play Penn State before that game. Don't don't play another Big Ten team. Put on a team like New Mexico State. Have them go to Columbus. Every other team in the yeah, country is scheduled like this. I believe every single year Alabama's played LSU here. There's there's a bye week before them. It is, yeah. I believe. Uh, yep. Matt giving us this note. Arsenal's twenty to one to be relegated. They're terrible. Twenty to one to they be relegated. They haven't scored yet. Okay, that's a great question for Nigel this week. What do they have to do to avoid like relegation? Um, what no, kind of no, moves can they make? Game, well, the Norwich game is huge. That's who yeah. they play coming up on nine eleven. And no matter what happens, even if it loses. Nice job by you with the Perez. From two, I thought it was two fifty, but from two hundred to one, he's now eight to one. Well, he had a home run five games in a row. That'll do it. Only three back of Otani now. And oh boy, I thought he broke his hand. But in any event, Perez yeah. is locked in. If this comes and in, this is a race now. He's only three back. He. By the way, who's behind him? Is it still Vlad at thirty six? He's ahead of Vlad. He's so he has Vlad, a, he now has a two home run lead. It was someone for else second place. That. Let me look. It was if someone. this comes in. Uh, we are celebrating live on the air. What a call. Right? That'll be that'll be a good day if that comes in. I have several bets on Perez. Otani 41, Perez 38, Vlad 36, Tatis 35. Yeah. Yep. Looks like Vlad just is, again, that, I think he has two home runs this month. Uh, Perez has 12. It's that much? I think a dozen in August. Wow. Absolutely. And by the way, every every single swing he's going for a home good, run. Good, Yeah. What else? Go for it. Good to have football back, yeah. Come on, Nebraska.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.